even though with the war and the times of struggle that the country has faced, there's the natural knowledge and we have so much to learn. Hello, this is the weekly Tradecast, a podcast brought to you by UNCTAD, the UN's trade and development body. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, to mark World Bee Day on the 20th of May, we're talking about bees and why they're so important to our ecosystems and economies. It's tough being a bee. They get swatted and sprayed by panicked people as they go about their business of making honey. Even worse, they're increasingly under threat. Scientists report alarming declines in many species. Bees, along with butterflies and beetles, are vital to our ecosystems by pollinating plants and enriching soil. Their disappearance would have grave implications for our food supplies and our natural world. But there is hope in honey to help protect bees and the planet, but also to create economic opportunities in developing countries. After decades of civil war, Angola is one place where honey is proving to be a sweet investment. Well, to give us the buzz on how it all works, I'm joined from Angola by UNCTAD agriculture and trade consultant Marissa Rodriguez, a biologist. Marissa is also a beekeeper and honey producer who enjoys traveling to see how other people celebrate the art of beekeeping. Welcome here today, Marissa. Tell me a little bit more about why bees are under threat and what can be done to protect them. It's a great pleasure to be here and to be celebrating the World Bee Day. So bees are under threat by several reasons, starting with habitat loss and industrialization of the honey industry, and also climate change, uh, diseases and the pressure they suffer with pesticides and the influence of natural uh, habitat changes and human pressure in certain regions. To to protect them, I will say. At an individual level, it's observing what we have around. And for instance, if we have the chance, plant uh, friendly flowers and have a garden at home that is biodiverse um, and are uh, friendly for bees. Be aware of pesticides, its usage and uh, regenerative agriculture and understanding and respecting the seasonal cycles. Just be aware and, and feel connected with the landscape we are, and be mindful of the importance of uh, bees as um, natural-friendly solution and a pollinator. There's also a new vaccine for honeybees to protect them from disease. How will this help? There's a honeybee vaccine that was uh, wanted for a long, long time. There's a, a bacterial disease that spreads out really quickly. And to mitigate the, the effects of this bacteria, uh, this vaccine will change forever, has uh, what we know as uh, beekeeping and honey production in the worldwide. This vaccine is really interesting. We are not injecting anything in, in the honeybees itself, but we are uh, injecting the content of the vaccine into uh, the bees' food. So they will consume their food and they will be protected against this bacteria. I was wondering how they'd be vaccinated, but well, that's a relief. Now, you're in Angola, obviously, so how are projects to encourage honey production, like the one in Angola, tied to wider issues around development in the environment? 
It's really interesting uh, being in Angola today, uh, and I've been here for 10 years now, and, and Angola has such a, a great potential. It's not only honey production, but it's understanding from uh, the down south of Angola to the tip top of the country. We have beekeepers, a traditional knowledge, and honey production. In, it's everywhere. Everywhere we go, we, we see honey. And to support communities, and that's what we do with UNCTAD, training is really important and understanding, uh, running, visioning workshops with the communities, understanding the traditions, the barriers that they face, the market access, infrastructure, and understanding the, the practices. It's, I'll say, the most important point at this moment to help boost the, the industry and the honey production in the country. Why is Angola so suited to honey production? What factors do countries need to uh, be good locations for bees and honey? It's so diverse. And being so diverse, there are a lot of different biomes, super rich for us. It's a natural wonder for bees and the beekeepers and the interface between bees, the way they are, the hives are managed, the market access, and as we knew, the honey and bee wax industry, there was a disruption. Even though with the war and the times of struggle that the country has faced, there's the natural knowledge and traditional knowledge, they are still here. And we have so much to learn from beekeepers and rural farmers. They hold the knowledge and they pass it through generations. Bees are obviously important to us for honey, but also beyond honey. Tell us a little bit more about opportunities within communities. I will say honey uh, with the right technology. With First, we start with understand the, the traditional practices and how can we access to technology um, boost the value chain. And that starts with uh, infrastructure, uh, quality control, uh, understanding the traceability from the comb to the jar uh, and providing all the technical assistance, training the trainers, building capacity within the government and bring honey to the table, not only for consumption, but also to be celebrated as a, a possible commodity to be known and give an entry card of Angola in a, a gold form that is honey. Now, what differences are these projects making for farmers and local communities and the bees? The impact, it's multidimensional. I will start to say, in my particular experience in Angola, I've seen the projects, as the projects grow, there's a lot of inclusion. And it's women that were not known to be playing a major role within the value chain are now uh, being entrepreneurs by their producing their own honey and connecting the honey with markets all around the country. And so women are taking more and more leadership and embracing the value chain. There's a social and cultural celebration around honey. And it's not only a, a commodity that can generate income, but it's also part of what has been here in, in the communities for years and uh, the opportunity that is created with the honey valley chain it's important for food security as well uh, crops pollination more than 60 percent of the angolan population lives in rural areas so to produce honey we need to protect forests and communities are well aware of that so i'll, I'll say that it's 
a complex model that connects and it's celebrates the the hive and the colony as a super organism that the good outcomes um, and outputs from honey production go way uh, beyond honey. So how can other countries learn from the Angola experience and what broader benefits would you like to see? Countries have borders, but honeybees, they, they don't see it. Uh, and so they pollinate across borders. And, and that's what I, I believe, especially in the African continent, building the capacity within communities while celebrating the traditional knowledge that exists naturally there and building systems that people are easy for farmers to understand and also bring the honey up to the markets and uh, internationally speaking, the systems will allow us to to export and have a commodity that just so climate uh, and nature friendly. So other countries for sure can learn a lot from our project with Unctan in Angola. Thank you for talking to us today all the way from Angola. That was Marissa Rodriguez, who is this week's guest. Tune into the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. And there's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now. <laughs>